everyone. My name's Hannah. And I'm Abby. And we are the, the Homegirl Hustlers. We are here to be your guides on how to adjust your mindset, lifestyle, and habits to become the best version of yourself and pursue your passion without limits. Welcome back, Homegirl Hustlers. We are so happy to have you guys back with us today. This episode is an incredible one. It's something we can all relate to and we've all dealt with before. So this episode is all about how to break the cycle of female rivalry and stop feeling threatened by other women's success. So we have all been there, critiquing other women's bodies, habits, work, lifestyle, clothing choice, personalities. The list can literally go on forever. This cycle of judging other women, feeling the need to critique other women, and feeling threatened by their success needs to end. How? It starts here with us. It starts by acknowledging and taking steps to overcome it so we can live lives that support each other, foster healthy relationships with each other, and push each other towards growth. Abby and I are here to go over how we as homegirl hustlers can take steps towards the right direction and stop feeling threatened by other women and their success. All right. So we have a little confession time. So here's a question. Has either of us felt threatened before? And Abby and I kind of talked a little bit earlier about how we're going to go over this. So I am going to give my example first. And my answer to this question is yes. Even though people tend to see me as a confident person who typically doesn't get threatened by other women, I have definitely felt threatened before. And when I felt threatened before specifically, it'll be me just like scrolling on Instagram and watching another girl being successful, whether that's in her career in her personal life, whatever it is. Cause you know, you post your highlight reel on Instagram and I'll be like, Oh my gosh, she's living her best life. She's so successful. But then it'll lead to me feeling insecure about myself or having thoughts of like, I'm not moving fast enough when it comes to, you know, this girl posting her career move. It's like, Oh wow. Like she's, you know, got promoted to this and is doing great and hustling. And then I'm like, okay, well I'm not moving fast enough cause I'm not where she is. Or I'm not acting like she is or moving in the way she is and I need to be changing it up or speeding it up or whatever it may, whatever the case may be. But it's also then made me put that person, that girl under a spotlight and it'll make me like start to compare myself to her and critique her and get really nitpicky and like detail oriented. Like that's happened before. And I know it's happened to other girls too, specifically with like body image of, oh, She's got this hair color, she's got this waist, and she's got abs, and she's got these boobs or this butt or whatever it may be. And then we just start like, it's almost like putting them under a microscope, like under that spotlight and like starting it picking and critiquing. That goes with bodies, that goes with career, that goes with everything. For me personally, it's mainly careers. I don't, I don't, and that's just to me, like, I'm, I'm so competitive with my career, right? Like I love hustling. I love competing. I'm in the game. And so that's where my mind is. I don't technically feel or I don't tend to feel negative or insecure about body image. That's just not something I struggle with anymore. For me, it's more career. So if I feel that, you know, I see someone else, I see someone else being successful and then I can tend to feel those things. So it's definitely affected me before, even though people think that I'm, you know, this confident person who doesn't struggle with all that. It's definitely something that I've, you know, struggled with in the past. Yes. Thank you for this confession time. (laughs) I think it's important to like, (laughs) yeah, everyone goes through these times. Everyone goes through it. I, as Hannah said, we planned on how we're going to talk about this. So I actually wanted to give an example of how 
you seeing people as a threat can also affect others. So Hannah asked to give an example of this girl who who saw me as a threat that like really affected me when I first moved down to Miami. First, I do want to give a disclaimer. I am not perfect. I have felt threatened before. Like Hannah said, it's not always with like body image, beauty, and those things. But when it comes to like just performance in certain places, I know even like, I mean, I used to play sports. So yeah, I didn't compare myself and my body to these other girls, but I would be like, oh, like I could do better. Look at, she's stronger or she's, she has more training than me. Like things like that. I'm like, oh, I'm behind because you're comparing yourself to people. I will say, so my example of someone who saw me as a threat and how it affected me, just to give the other side of things, I came down here to Miami last year, about a year ago. And me, I come from a group of women. The women around me are very encouraging. They're very uplifting. They want me to be great. And so coming down to Miami, I didn't see anything coming. Even when I first came down, someone literally was like, oh, you're smiling a lot to everybody and saying hi so nicely. You truly aren't from here. Like you haven't been here long enough. And I'm like, nobody's going to change me. But this girl, like, because nobody could change me, she would start telling people things about, like, oh, isn't it weird that Abby's always happy? Isn't it weird that she never gets mad? Isn't it weird that she acts like she doesn't care or she's still around even though we said this, 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 and this to her? She was literally saying all those things because she was threatened by me and it had nothing to do with me, how I felt about myself. I did not need to belittle myself or make myself smaller in those rooms either just to make someone else comfortable. And that's something we do as women. We will make ourselves smaller mm, to make other people feel yes. comfortable. But that was the first time I realized. Dim our I, light. I at first was like, let me give her the benefit of the doubt. And like, let me just chill. And then she started saying things about me so that other people can just, what, relate to her projections. And people would actually be like, yeah, why, why don't you get mad? Why don't you get angry? Why don't you give me the energy I'm looking for? Because I hate myself. <laughs> So that's the other side of things. So also when we do it to other people, it also affects them too, no matter how perfect we make them seem or how perfect we think they are and how untouchable they seem to us. It does affect us as women as well on the other side. Absolutely. And I like, Abby, how you started with you also like have felt threatened before, but it looks different than maybe you may think. It doesn't always have to be body image. It doesn't always have to be career. It doesn't always have to be whatever. It can be so many different things that we've experienced with other women before. For you listeners, like it may be body image or it may be something else. So we just wanted to share our perspective first on, you know, how we both have felt threatened before. We're not invincible. We're not perfect, <laughs> but we are, we are definitely people who have worked on it and don't struggle with it on a day to day basis. Like maybe we have in the past or all the time, stuff like that. So. Before we move on to some steps on how we can, you know, work to overcome this, I did want to give a couple examples from outside of Abby and I. So I'm actually reading this book right now. It's by Simon Sinek. He's absolutely phenomenal. I love his books. This book specifically is called The Infinite Game. And he writes about how he saw his competitor in business as a threat. Wow. And it made him really insecure. It made him question things about, yeah, and he's he's this like world-renowned speaker, TED Talk speaker, like 
five-star author, just like ever New York selling best, New York's mm-hmm. best-selling author, you know, all that stuff. He's this crazy thing. And he goes, he said he was in, Abby, it was at an interview and they had him and his competitor there at this interview. He stopped and he just looked at his competitor who he mentions in the book even is Adam Grant. And he says, you make me feel really insecure. All your strengths are my weaknesses and I feel really insecure around you. And you know what Adam Grant said in the, in the interview? Like I want to find this live clip because I know it's somewhere on the internet. But he said, Adam Grant, his competitor said, I feel the same <laughs> about you. All your strengths are my weaknesses. All, all your strengths are my weaknesses and I feel the same about you. And they all kind of laughed, just like you just did. They all laughed like, wow. And he said, you know, he struggled because this other guy's an author. This other guy has the same market. They have very similar missions and purposes and passions. And they both do it differently because they're both given a different, unique set of talents. And where one, you know, rises, the other one struggles with and fails and vice versa. That's life, you know. And so he talked about this and how it made him insecure. But now, after kind of being vulnerable and letting him know that and having the interview of like, wow, we both yeah. are insecure about each other. <laughs> After that moment, they actually became really close friends and developed a good relationship. And now he sees it in a healthy way of he sees Adam Grant still, yes, as a competitor, but as someone who pushes him to make him better, who drives him to more success and and who drives him to challenge himself. And you know what's funny, Abby? He had Adam Grant, his competitor, proofread Whoa. the infinite game and proofread his book oh my gosh that's amazing because like they were complimentary once they stopped seeing it as a threat and they started seeing it as okay how can we take this to our advantage and honestly like double up on our success because you are what i'm not they thrive aka me and hannah yeah <laughs> i'm dead but i thought it was so funny because i was like i was like really Simon Sinek was that vulnerable like in front of like a bunch of people like this audience of letting him know his insecurities like we see that even as women like as men as women we see that as like not okay and so I thought that was really cool I thought that was really a really good example and how he sees his his competition now I think that gives some good insight one other example is I'm sure you guys you listeners have heard of this it's me Tinks. Um, so Tinks is like this like big sister character on TikTok. She's really big on TikTok, big on Instagram. She's on people's podcasts as, as guest speakers and she's just really great. She talks a lot about being happy for your friends when they see success. And this can be a challenge. I know, we, again, we've all been there, whether you're single and your friend gets engaged and you're like, man, I really want to be engaged. I really want to be married. I really want to be in a stable relationship and I'm single and I'm mad and I'm not really happy for my friend who, who's engaged. And that's just one example. Okay. It could be your friend got a promotion, man. I'm not, I'm in a job I don't even like. I'm in a job that I hate. And my friend's over there thriving in her career, getting a promotion. Mm-hmm. And then you start, you know, dealing with a lot of, a lot of negativity. So she says, literally you need to feel sheer happiness for your friends when they win. A win for them is a win for you. More importantly, a win for them does not mean yes. a loss for you. We don't Let that sink in. Silence. Like, why do we think that every time someone else wins, we yeah. lose? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like a, oh my gosh, they win. So what? You can't win too? So does that, why does them have anything to do with you? Why does their performance 
have mm-hmm. anything to do with you. But yet we'll initially be like, oh my gosh. And you start, you start internalizing it all. When in reality, just be happy for them. She says, a win for them is not a loss for you. It can actually be, and she, she said, you need to see them as a win for you. You need to see it. Oh my gosh, it's a win for both of us. Like when Abby is successful in modeling, for example, that may have nothing to do with Boost Your Brand and the marketing company we're creating together. You know, it could be separate and I could feel threatened. I could feel like, oh my gosh, Abby's going to take this modeling career. She's going to be America's next top model. She's going to leave Boost Your Brand. I'm feeling so threatened. I'm feeling this. <laughs> but instead, and this is a weird example. Abby, stop. This is, it's true. But it's though. accurate. Okay? It's a that weird is example. very accurate. But I could feel like, that way. If you, that is something that, even even if you felt that for like five seconds, I wouldn't blame you because we literally are like, I need you. And we're not, it's not even jealousy. It's just like, I want to do that or I can't do that. And you can, I can't do both. And you can, things like that go through people's heads, you know? When in reality, when Abby's doing her modeling career, I'm like, yes, like I'm, I'm like commenting on her social media posts. I'm sharing her modeling things to my stories. I'm like, that's my best friend. Let's go. I'm like telling everyone about it, like bragging on her, like hyping her up, like all this stuff, because I don't feel the need to be like a threat because I trust Abby and I trust myself and I'm confident in myself where I don't need to feel the need to feel threatened by her. But I see a win for Mm -hmm. her as a win for us. When Abby is, you know, working out. I don't see it as, oh my gosh, she's going to have a so much better body than me. Like, oh my gosh. Like, no, I'm like, yeah, Abby, go focus on your mental health. Get good looking, get that <laughs> booty that you're going for. Like, let's go. Like, that's my mindset for Abby. A win for her is a win for me. It's like we're mm-hmm. one almost. Like, I don't see it as a competition. I more see it as a togetherness. We're going in the same direction. Yes, I really that. like that example because Again, it's just like relatable, even like, I know that at some point I was like, well, it wasn't even, I don't even know what the feeling was, but it was like, Hannah has time. I don't because you were able to take work off. And I literally just felt terrible that I could not also match that with you to like help our company. And then I was like, okay, Abby, Mm -hmm. Hannah's life is not your life. You guys are not side by side. You guys had agreements when you started that said, this is my commitment. This is your commitment. I'm going to work at these hours. You're going to, like, you can't, comparing yourself to people in the, at the beginning of the, in the end of the day is just like bad for you, that person, your relationship. But at some point, it really just, if you look at the positives in it, oh, Hannah has more time. Well, then we can get boom, 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 boom done if I just communicate with her what I aspired to get done during that time that I don't have. Or we can, like, even just two days ago, I was just discombobulated all over the place because I'm doing so much at once. And I was like, hey, Hannah, instead of being like, I wish, I was like, Hannah, I was like, hey, Hannah, I'm feeling discombobulated. (laughs) If If anything is off, Sound the alarms, aka let me know right away, like, hey, you're doing something wrong or something's due. And she literally sent me my to-do list, like refined in list of priorities and was like, you got this. And I was like, this is the kind of hustle us women need to go through together. Like, look at how easy that made everything for me, you know? And you could have just been like, boohoo, poor me. Mm -hmm. My life is a mess this week. I'm discombobulated. So I'm just going to sit in this negative pit 
and I'm not going to say anything and I'm just going to let, you know, if things are due and if things fall mm-hmm. to the wayside, they fall to the wayside. Oh, well. But instead, you were just vulnerable for a second and like, hey, this is how my life is right now. Like, let me know. And what did I do? I made you feel like crap, didn't I? I said, you suck. <laughs> no. I was like, oh my gosh, like, mm-hmm. yes, I totally understand. And I said, like Abby said, a condensed to-do list and a little motivation, let's go. And like, that's what we are to do as not only business partners and friends, but like women in general, like help support each other. This week, Abby, yesterday, a girl who owns her own marketing, she's starting her own business, following her side hustle. You know, she could see me as competition and she could see me as this or whatever, even though we have different clientele, different needs, whatever. She could still see me as a threat. She took my Orange Theory class because I was coaching her like a lot yesterday. I ended up subbing for people and coaching way more than anticipated. And I was just like kind of run down. And she saw that and she said, hey, like I'm going to go get a sandwich. Have you eaten today? And I was like, no, I have not had time to eat today. And I'm exhausted and tired. She goes, I'm going to bring you a sandwich. And she literally went and then brought me a sandwich. And I was like, okay, I'm going to Venmo you. Like, I'm Venmoing you for that. And she goes, nope, it's my goal to just do more nice things and, like, be kinder to people this year. So, like, enjoy it on me. And I was like, that is so nice. And that she has no idea. But, like, that, like, throughout the rest of the day, like, there were a lot of things thrown at me. And I was just like, wow, Mm -hmm. like, that just made my day. And that was a great example. And she's always like texting me opportunities. I feel bad because sometimes I can't do all these opportunities next to me, but she's texting me like, we should run Mm -hmm. this together and we should do this together and we should co-work together. And she's like all about empowering other women and empowering other people. And like, that's inspiring to me because Mm -hmm. I'm then uplifted by that. Instead of seeing me as competition, it's like we can work together. And guess what? There have been small businesses or people who have like talked to me and I'm like, oh yeah, we don't do that. Mm -hmm. But like, she does this. And I've been like, you know, uplifting her and promoting her and talking to her about different things. Like she's great, whatever she's got going on. It's different than me, but I'm I'm there to uplift her. I'm there to support her because yes. that's us no, as women. That's so like and you don't see that enough. I wish we did that more. Like literally. Literally. I'm like, why can't we all just see and you know what Simon Sinek in his book says? He goes, Me and Adam mm-hmm. Grant are competitors. But we have the same purpose. We have the same vision. We want everyone to be the best version of themselves. We want these companies to have these great cultures. And so what do we do? We will help each other now. Proofread books. Like it's like it's like Mm -hmm. a sparring partner when you're boxing. It's like you're both fighting against the same cause. So we're gonna we're gonna spar each other. We're gonna make each other better. We're gonna help each other grow. And so I wish that, I wish that more marketing companies, like Abby and I are working with another marketing company with one client. And instead of looking as looking like competition with this other marketing company, we're like, how can we communicate with each other? How can we inspire each other to help grow in our services, in the way that we do business? It's like, I I just sit there. I'm like, why can't we all be like this in business too? Why does our competition have to be this whole thing? It's like, no, we can actually be able to, and my dad's the same way. He says with other surgeons too. He's like, why can't he's like, there's enough business for everyone. That's a, there's enough oh, patients for everyone. Why can't we why just can't work we just, together? Like, Even, <laughs> and then too, like, I mean, in your dad's case, surgery, he's working on your hip. That this doctor might be able to work on your elbow one day. Like, we're not even the same. We are. It's like people mm-hmm. are so. I mean, I see it in modeling all the time. You don't don't tell girls about casting calls. Then it's the last chance of you to get cast it. 
it's like, okay, but if we all go, then we're all likely to get seen eventually by someone. If we continue to uplift each other, create together, share our photographers, videographers, things like that. Like everything. I I think too, it's like a, a lot with being a female because we are really like pushed to be like the best woman ever. Your standards are high so standards. High. Yeah. You have to Women be perfect just naturally all the are, time. Yeah. We expect to be perfect and in every way. If mm-hmm. another girl is more perfect than you, then she's a threat because you're comparing yourself to others so much from your upbringing. Like, I remember my grandma used to always make sure my nails were done to go to church. I'm like, Grandma, why? <laughs> it's so random. But it was like, you need to look put together for, for church. And I was like, why it was literally just because of what other women might say because no pastor no man god ain't gonna be like yeah he's looking at your nails (laughs) wow you came to church with your nails Uh, not that (laughs) sinner (laughs) i'm dead but we wanted to do this episode a little bit different. We want to take about half the episode to literally just talk through all of that because we see the value in that. And we really hope that you guys are able to learn from our experiences, from Simon Sinek's experiences, and from yes. It's Me Tinks's experiences. Because our steps, we have four steps about how to stop feeling threatened and help stop this cycle. We have four different steps, and they are pretty self-explanatory and pretty straightforward. So I know it's easier said than done, obviously, when it comes to stop feeling threatened and stopping the cycle of this female rivalry, but that doesn't mean that you can't start trying and start doing your part. So step one is it starts with you. Check in with yourself. So first, are you happy with yourself? Are you confident and content? You got to get yourself in check because guess what? If you're concerned about your friend getting engaged, That means you're not happy with yourself being single. You should be fine where you're at. You are fine. You don't need that. And if you think you need that, then you got to work on yourself. (laughs) You should be happy yourself. Yeah. I'm like, you got, you should be happy. You should be focusing on you living your best Mm -hmm. life. Well, who cares what's happening over there? No, that's definitely true. Like, are you confident? Are you content? It really does start with you though. Cause when people, a lot, a lot of the voids we have in life. Oh, my car is not nice enough. Oh, my anything it is, it's usually because you're comparing it to the society around you. Instead of looking within yourself, finding out what you want out of life and pursuing that. I really, really, really try to do a lot of self-reflection, especially the past three years, you know, adulting. A lot of things that make us who we are, we just like kind of dismiss them or get them dismissed. But if you are doing self-reflection, that's going to be the first step to stop this cycle of female rivalry that we have going on, right? We always are trying to compare ourselves to others, be better than the next. And it's like, you are the best version of you. And you, if you're not, you need to ask yourself, are you doing this to the best of your capabilities? If you are, then good job. Keep going. If you're not, then step it up for you and yourself only. Exactly. Like your competition can help drive you. And we'll talk about that in a second. I didn't want to talk about the quote where it's like, Avi, you know this quote. It's like, if the grass looks greener on the other side, like stop worrying about their grass and start watering your own. Actually. It's like, if that is where you're struggling with comparison, start focusing on that. It's almost like, like you said, that's a self-reflection. It's like, if you're worried about someone else's relationship status, Look at your relationship status and work on that. If you're worried about someone else's career, 
and comparing your career, even, look at your own career and start working on that. If you're working on your body image, if you're, con- exactly. if you're, if you're comparing body image and you're like, oh, this pro- work on that's, it's almost like it's a highlight point. It's like your brain telling you that's where you need to focus on because yeah. that's where so you're like, struggling. Yes. Embrace those feelings. If you have a little tinge of jealousy, envy, like listen to it, but reflect rather than attacking Exactly. Yeah. Think about why, like why exactly. you're thinking those things. Yeah. And that kind of leads us into step two, which is very straightforward. It's just yes. catching yourself <laughs> when you have those thoughts. That's it. That's it. Catch yourself when you have those thoughts. Like what I was just saying, <laughs> when you have those feelings, acknowledge you have those feelings, but stop yourself from any reaction, attack of, of attacking others, pointing fingers, belittling others, putting them in a box that you feel like you're in, like catch yourselves before you act upon it in those negative manners. This is something that really helped me personally. There was a period of time where we were starting Boost Your Brand and I would, I was literally telling Abby, I'm like, I feel threatened by this person or this person's career or this person's whatever. And I sat back and I thought, oh wow, it's because there's a lot of uncertainty with my career right now because we're starting something new and starting something new comes on, you come like like uncertainty is just like there, it's going to be there. And so I realized that. And so next time I had those thoughts about that girl and these people or whatever it may be, I was able to sit back and remember like, oh, wow, it's because of this. So let me focus on my own career. Let me maybe study their strategies. Let me like actually use it to push myself. And now, I mean, it's really, really, really rare. Like Abby and I are not perfect, but I will say that it's pretty rare for either one of us to like deal with this like competition issue with other girls. Like we don't typically do that or fall into that because of, you know, the practices that we have in place and the people Mm -hmm. that we've become, we're very confident in ourselves. We don't have to feel threatened by a lot of things. Again, we're not perfect and we dealt with in the past, but this is something Abby and I have really we've really worked at and we've really gotten good with when it comes mm-hmm. to really uplifting other women. So step two is catch yourself when you have those thoughts. Going into step three is really just start changing your perspective. So you have to reframe. And that's what I was telling you guys earlier with, with me and this other, this other girl or other women when they're doing well in their careers, it's like reframe your mindset. Think about it. A win for them is a win for you. Your competition, guys, it pushes you. It makes you better. This is what Simon says in his book. If you didn't have competition, you would have no drive to be better. If you think you're the best, why innovate? Why get better? Mm -hmm. You're already the best. He gives this example in his book about Apple when Apple was starting in the mobile phones and, you know, when they were going out into computers and going all this stuff, they said they actually welcomed a competitor. I can't remember which competitor it was, but they welcomed this competitor and they they literally, Abby, the headline was, welcome, let's change the world together. Like, welcome to the game of, cha- of, of, of changing mm-hmm. the way that the world does X, Y, and Z. Let's go. And Apple, like, they continue, they use their competition to innovate, to push, to drive, to make them better. It's like they didn't see that competition and put their noses up and say, Ah, screw you. Good luck. Mm -hmm. They said, welcome to the, welcome to the, the challenge that is innovating this world. Let's go. Let's see what you got. It's like a healthy conversation. Do you think that, 
the two best basketball players in the game look up with their noses up and say, who is this other best basketball player in the game? No, Screw they're you. like. No, they're like, we're going to iron sharpens iron. I mean, yeah. If you, can, if you are practicing as an athlete, if you're practicing with someone that's worse than you, you're honestly going to get worse anyways. Your competition is who you want to be around, who you thrive to be like. Those people should, you should see them as more role models instead of like, I'm coming for you. It's like they can literally help you, like actually help you when you need it, in what you need. And just like you, they might be looking at you and thinking you're their competition. You're better than them. And hey, my jump shot is really good, but your crossover is the best I've seen in the game. Teach me yours. I'll teach you mine. Like Hannah said, iron sharpens iron. I... Bible. Amen. Drop Amen. the Bible knowledge. <laughs> it's just true. And if they're winning again, like the It's Me Tanks quote and like a, just a good mantra, if they're winning, it does not mean mm-hmm. you are losing. There's enough business, happiness, and success to go around for everyone. A couple months ago, I had a call. I was telling Abby that I had a call with the CEO of this big marketing firm mm-hmm. in Dallas. I got this connection from a mutual connection and we were emailing back and forth and I was not begging, (laughs) but almost begging to set up a call with her because I was just so inspired by her journey of entrepreneurship and starting her own company. And I loved her culture and I got on the phone with her and she was just absolutely incredible. Just, you know, giving knowledge to me, asking me questions, getting to know me, you know, being so vulnerable and honest with me. And you know what she said? She's like, there is enough business for everyone. She says, there's no need for anyone to cheat out each other or to put their noses up at each other or to give issues with each other. Like you can work together and be honest and vulnerable with each other to help better each other. There's no need to, for competition. Mm-hmm. She could have even seen me as competition. She's like, oh, this girl started her business younger than I did. She might grow faster than I did, or she might be this, or she want, I want all the business to myself. Mm-hmm. She didn't have to give me the time of day. But instead, she understands that, again, there's enough business for everyone. Yeah. And she was really awesome. So I will say that one thing I struggled with, honestly, like this last week, I was like, so Hannah and I, we both have this awesome marketing agency. But like, I feel like I help a lot of people by putting them onto our platform or allowing them to be a part of our projects that maybe they don't know how to get into those rooms. They don't know how to get to those big clients. And I think I dealt with this the other day. So I started thinking like, why don't they ever help me? Why don't they ever, why, why am I always helping everyone else? And I truly had a whole mental breakdown about this because I was like, I wish I had like more people around me that were helping me. And I voiced it to just one person and they helped me literally do a 180 on my perspective. They're like, Abby, you are blessed to be where you're at. You and Hannah are a rare occurrence. (laughs) You guys are moving really fast and you are able to help so many people. These people are helping you as well. They're adding value to you in their pursuit. And when they get to where they need to, hopefully they remember you. If they don't, oh well. And I was like, I remember the Bible verse, God loves a cheerful giver. <laughs> yes. And, and so I literally did you. a little mini, mini Bible study. Bam. But it really, 
is just changing your perspective at that point. Because there's so much to go around and maybe they need to get to know you more and what makes you happy in business to put you in those places where you want to be. Maybe you need to be more vocal about how you want to be helped. That was like my solution. But there is always something to go around for everyone. And success is not a one-way street. And there's not one way that it's supposed to look. You have to change your perspective because as long as you're accomplishing your goals and you're going the path you want to get to, keep on moving. I also had to realize I'm helping them. Yes, they're my peers and I wish my friends were like crazy like me, but like Hannah and I are truly crazy. I have people though that are like in their 40s, 50s that literally call me at any opportunity. And I'm like, okay, I have that. It just exists differently. And I'm not looking at it that way. So changing your perspective really, 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 really can help you. Just continue to thrive to just be the best version of you and work with what you have. That was a great example. That is a great example. No, I really love that because also, Abby, what happens to people who you know aren't meeting your expectations when it comes to you helping them? What if they're super successful, you know, sometime next year and then you end up getting all this business from them? You just never know what is to come of that. Not that you should be thinking in that way of like expecting that, but yeah. oh. you just never know. There's nothing wrong with helping exactly. people with opportunity. I, I was listening to some video and it was like, if you think people are taking advantage of you, it's because you're not giving with a, with an open heart. You are expecting something back and that is your problem. And I was like, that is so true. All the time we're like, oh, people are taking advantage of us. They're taking, they don't, they don't understand why I had to go through to get that for them. It's like, you're supposed to just be giving. You're literally giving them something. Why are you complaining? So yeah, just, that was my confession time. Good karma. (laughs) What goes around comes around. Yeah. What goes around comes around. What you put into this earth, you will. What you reap, you will sow. Amen. Oh my gosh, we said that at the same time. (laughs) More Bible knowledge. Dropped. (laughs) Bam. Literally, mic drop. Our last step, step four, and this comes from the Harvard Business Review, is to start taking action to help break the cycle of female rivalry. So the Harvard Business Review says, to help women through mentorship, advocacy, creating opportunities, join forces, provide opportunities, give them a shout out. These are all ways that literally today you can take action. So whether you're like Abby and I, and you don't really struggle with, you know, being threatened by other women's success, you know, typically, again, not perfect, but typically Mm -hmm. we don't struggle with that. Or maybe you're on the opposite end and you are really battling that. That is something that you deal with all the time. So for maybe someone like Abby and I, we, and how we can help break the cycle is through mentorship, through advocacy and giving other women more opportunities. Mm -hmm. If you're on the other end of the spectrum, how you can stop break the cycle is literally catching yourself in those thoughts, reframing your mindset, focusing on that mindset, maybe having a vulnerable accountability partner. You know, your friend also struggles with talking bad about this other girl and her body, talking bad about this other girl and her personality, judging people, critiquing people. Maybe you know, you two can use each other as accountability partners when it comes to that. So how you take action, woman to woman is going to look different. 
But again, like this is such a huge topic that even Harvard Business Review and big publications like that are posting about it because it's just really important. And it's something that has just basically like outstood the test of time Mm -hmm. with women. And you have to, again, like these things can lead to more success for you too. Like even though, for example, if you take on a mentoree and you are giving, 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 giving to this mentoree, well, what happens when that mentoree grows up and you've given them all the advice and opportunity and they're successful and they bring it back Mm -hmm. to you? Like, again, you just never know what's going to happen. And it's just always best to do the right thing and to give, give opportunity, give advice, knowledge, share there's nothing wrong with that. It's not going to come back to hurt you. And if it does, you got to change your mindset. Like Abby mm-hmm. said, change your mindset. And like, yes, sometimes it does. I will, I will say, I really like all that. I really think that it is possible that it comes back to bite you. I will put that out there. You said it might not come back to bite you. I will say, do it because you have a good heart. Don't not do it because you're afraid of, I don't know, losing because someone else is winning. You know, but that's the thing, though. Does it really like if it does come back to bite you and if they really do try to use you or whatever, you learn from that then and you get better. Yeah. I mean, there's still no. No, that's no true. You're loss. literally you still get able better. to then have better discernment. And maybe that person was just not the right person to give yourself to so wholeheartedly because that person's a user. But at the end of the day, yes, that does happen. And. Like you said, I like that you said that. It doesn't have to, you don't have to word it as it comes back to bite you because at the end of the day, it's still a lesson being learned. Thank you, Hannah. Look at her. She's already. Exactly. You know what my. (laughs) Well, because Abby, there was one time that a guy screwed Abby and I over in business and we won't even go into that. That's for another Mm -hmm. time. But he screwed us over and I was actually talking to my dad about it and I was just pissed and I was like, this ruined my mood and I was just not happy about it. And you know what my dad said? Mm-hmm. He said, you should thank him. And I was like, why? And he's like, because you won't make that mistake again. Mm. And you made it in an early time in your career where it did not have an impact like it would have had if you made that mistake 10 years into mm. your career. And I was like, ooh, that was a bitter pill to swallow. <laughs> but it's true. Yes. It's true. Oh, my gosh. That is so... Accurate. Okay, you Hannah knows a story about me getting screwed over also last year. My oh, yes. godfather oh, yes. literally said, he's like, Abby, this is terrible and this is the worst time of your life right now. And I was literally just sitting in a field crying by myself and screaming on the phone, like where I lived. I didn't even care anymore. <laughs> and my uncle was that's the same thing as like Abby. I know it sucks right now and this really, really is trash. But if this happened to you when you were 30 and had two kids and had a whole entire like unit to continue to build under your investments and your like discernment as a businesswoman, that would have hurt a lot more than learning at your 20s. You are not going to learn that lesson again. And if you don't learn it right now, you are, he, he, he reminds me all the time. If you do not learn your lesson right now, Life will teach you that lesson again. But if you take this and you move forward so you don't get into this again, then you're good. So, yeah, I like that. Again, changing your perspective. Yes. And that was our last step, guys, for going over it. So, obviously, for our note takers, we'll just do a little quick recap. So, how do we stop feeling threatened? 
Okay, it's obviously easier than done. But step one is it starts with you. Check in with yourself. Are you happy with yourself? Are you confident and content? This is where Abby and I said, if you're noticing the grass looks greener on the other side with relationships, career, body image, whatever it is, start watering your own where those issues are. It's a sign to start focusing on that with yourself. Step number two is catch yourself when you have those thoughts. That's as simple as that. Just just realize you're having them and be like, oh, mm-mm. Then we go into step three is start changing your perspective. So after you catch yourself and you have these thoughts, change your perspective. And remember, a win for them is a win for you. Your competition pushes you to make you better. If they are winning, it does not mean you are losing. There's enough business for everyone. Step four, our last one, which is start taking action to help break the cycle of female rivalry. That's through mentorship, advocacy, creating opportunities, joining forces, being vulnerable, providing opportunities, giving people a shout out. These things can lead to more success for you too. Amazing. Love it. it. Love this topic. I really like this yeah. episode. I was going to say, yeah. Especially really like we are the homegirl hustlers. Okay, we're hustling together, hustling with your homegirls. Let's go. That's why Abby and I literally have this podcast. We could literally be like, screw everyone. Abby and I know the secrets to being the best version of ourselves, and we're going to keep it all to ourselves. It's like, no. Let's help uplift other yeah. women and share our perspective, share our research, <laughs> share our experiences, because, yeah. Just because it helps. You can learn from us. Yeah, seriously. We we scraped on easy enough, okay? Don't do it (laughs) if you don't have to. I know. I'm like, we're only in our early 20s. I can't imagine how many knee scrapes (laughs) and breaking legs we're going to (laughs) have. Yeah. (laughs) Well, on that note. I know. So motivational. On that motivational note. (laughs) Stay close with your homegirls through all of these scraping of knees. If you want to join our Facebook community, we are the Homegirl Hustlers on Facebook as well as on Instagram. Feel free to DM us if you need any additional advice. Or if this topic really related to you, like, let us know. Be like, wow, I love that topic. I mean, I'm biased. I really love this topic, but yeah. All right. We'll see you for next week's episode. Thank you for listening in, Homegirl Hustlers. See See you later.